Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to another episode of The The Castle Castle Chat. Chat. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of our Disney-inspired podcast. Today we'll be sharing an entire recap of Destination D23, the ultimate Disney fan event. We have lots of news to share with you from the Walt Disney Company that you don't want to miss. Want to experience more magic with us outside of this episode? Be sure to follow us on all socials at The Castle Chat. And check out our website, thecastlechat.com, for official merch. If you love what you hear, please leave us a rating or review on Apple or Spotify so we can continue to build this community. Are you ready to jump into the episode? Let's chat about it. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a jam-packed, newsworthy episode ready for you. I love the news. It's always so fun getting to just recap what's happening with Disney because sometimes with Disney, I feel like, okay, we've heard a few new things, but I feel like when these Destination D23 or just D23 in general comes by, we get smacked in the face with a bunch of future ideas and plans for the parks and just the company as a whole. Yeah, I mean... I feel like, too, you hear all these speculatory things and articles that come out. And then whenever you are watching, participating in, reading what comes out of these specific Disney fan events, you have some level of truth to what you're receiving or what you're Um, getting from Disney to where you can allow yourself to be a little bit excited about it, I feel like, compared to when you just, like, hearsay that maybe Dino Land's changing. Yeah, I feel like it's fun when you leave these events, whether you're watching them virtually or you're attending in person, you have a sense of hope or just excitement for what's to come. So why don't we explain a little bit about what Destination D23 slash D23 is for those that may not know about this incredible event so basically d23 um is a massive disney fan club several years ago they started a conference convention in anaheim right next to disneyland and they called it d23 and it's basically the ultimate fan event and there are um, all these different uh, I forget what they're called. Sessions. They're, that's not the right word. Right, yeah, it's not the right word. And I can't remember what they're panels. called. Panels. Panels. There it is. They have different panels um, between film. Uh, like now we have Disney Plus. That would be a panel. Parks, etc. Um, where all these different avenues of what makes up the Walt Disney Company um, gives their biggest fans a little sneak peek, a little preview as to what's down the pipeline, what's coming from Disney to get fans excited. I think sometimes just to get feedback to see if this is a good idea or a bad idea. Um, So that is D23 in Anaheim. And then that happens once every two years. In between those two years, there is a destination D23 in Orlando, Florida. It's basically the in-between and we get a little bit of uh, um, 
intermittent like check-in, I guess, on some of these projects to know what's coming. And then my anticipation for the future D23, the next D23 that would be in California is maybe we're going to get some more information and more specifics on some of the items that we were told about at the recent destination D23 in Orlando. So it's basically like a big news convention or conference for Disney fans. Yeah, I would love for us to go to D23 one year. That would be so fun. Obviously, the one in Anaheim is on a much larger scale than the destination D23 is. Um, So either or. Like the big one or the smaller one, I'd be down to go to either. Go big or go home. Yeah, let's just go to California. Why not? Go to California. We'll do it. But I feel like with these events specifically, I would say that the general public is specifically interested in the parks news. Would you agree? For sure. I think Parks News is obviously um, the biggest buzz when it comes to the news that's coming out of this. I definitely think in the last couple of years, the things that have been announced for the Star Wars and Marvel universes have been really big. But again, there are park aspects to both of those franchises now that are releasing news that's parks related as well as movie related and so anyway parks for sure i think is top tier yeah well even with like star wars like you were mentioning they now have the star wars celebration which they often release a lot of news at those events Mm -hmm. too so i feel like when it comes to d23 we start to see it more just be more parks heavy and i feel like the news that we have to report today is primarily parks because that was really all they i feel like mentioned Yeah, for sure. It was mostly parks, and because it was taking place in Orlando, it was mostly Disney World. And we love that because we we are home park, if you don't know yet, is Walt Disney World. We are on the East Coast. We love, 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 love Walt Disney World. Yeah, and I think that uh, D23 in California, I do feel like maybe there are more California announcements at that particular event. Um, Some Orlando-related ones, but this one for sure, um, it was most recently held um, early September at the Contemporary Resort. If you didn't listen to our Contemporary Review, you can go listen to that to hear more about what you might find there. But um, this conference, this Destination D23, was held in um, the ballroom at the Contemporary, and we got all kinds of Disney World news to talk about. I know. I, I feel like we did a good job in our notes of breaking it down per park. That's probably the best way for us to tackle it. So, why don't we say we start strong and let's go to Magic Kingdom? Uh, we must. This is the OG, the original. Um, it seems like the plans for future endeavors in the parks might be biggest here and maybe one other park. But according mm-hmm. to Josh Demaro, who is the president over parks, um, he has basically said that they've got like one of the biggest park expansions that they're working on for Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. He said it's going to be bigger than New Fantasyland, which that was a big overhaul. Yeah, uh, New Fantasyland was a big overhaul. And to be completely honest, like a little lackluster. Yeah, I agree. It's like the slowest part of Magic Kingdom, I feel like. (laughs) Yes, it is definitely. Well, I think that is because it is so pushed back. 
Like, if you think about when you cross through Fantasyland, I often only spend time in, like, the front section of Fantasyland. I don't typically go back behind where, like, Ariel is and where, like, Gaston's area is. I just don't typically go back there because it's not in my general, like, path of walking between lands. And so I think other people may not even know that it's back there also so i'm curious with these new ideas that they have if this new land or area that they are going to be focusing on will also have that type of effect or people will be like so excited about it and will be spending a lot of time over there so the expansion that they're talking about um they described it as beyond big thunder um there's a lot of land behind like where tom sawyer island is and behind the big thunder attraction in Frontierland. and we've talked about this a little bit on a previous episode but i a little bit struggle with the thought of just throwing something new that's like ip heavy back in the corner where Magic Kingdom's supposed to have this like timeline story where you're you're going through time and you're in these different themed lands and you throw in the IP and the things that work within those lands. Um, but behind Frontierland, in my head, I'm like, okay, are we getting like Cars Land? Because that's what makes sense back there in terms of theming. Um, but I don't know where they would go. I mean, I feel like they are just going to throw in something. We've heard the mumbles of like a villain's kingdom area or Coco or Encanto. Um, so I'm curious as to what they're going to do and how they will make it fit the current storyline of Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Do you I, have thoughts? Well, like you said, they had teased at some of these ideas before at the last D23 event. And when they first announced that, I was like, I don't really know if that fits or that makes sense. And I had the same thought process of you when it comes to the lands in magic kingdom they all although they're so different they all flow together so well and i didn't want magic kingdom in a way to become like hollywood studios full of ip and not a lot of cohesiveness and so i am very interested to see what they do i I like your idea of cars land i think that would fit really well with the radiator springs racers so i'm like okay are they going to go a route where they're going to rebuild something that they've already done in another park are they going to go a completely new direction and do something that's never been done before in a disney park i don't know but i think it's going to be many many years before we see anything come of this because right now it's just a bunch of land yeah and i think disney obviously throws stuff like this out there just to keep us on the edge of our seat waiting for when they will tell us that official ground is being broken. Um, I do also not like the idea of like repeats in the parks. There should be reasons to entice you to go to the different parks because you get to experience different things. And so because there's like carbon copy galaxy's edges in magic or not magic kingdom in Disney world and Disneyland. Um, and you, you have all these similarities. I would love to see something that's unique to Walt Disney world, um, pop up the chatter of Coco and Encanto back in that area. Maybe you could like transition from frontier land to, cause like you have Pecos bill tall tale in, and that's kind of, more on the like latin flair of that country frontier Mm -hmm. um so like maybe it would blend a little bit back there um but we've got 
another area that they've teased in another park that makes me feel like maybe they're straying from that yeah, idea. I, I think they're moving away from that idea with what they announced this round that we'll get to. Um, but who knows with Disney? I mean, anything can change at any point. Even when they announce like like art art renderings of a area like we've seen with Epcot. We've seen a lot of things or with like the Mary Poppins attraction in Epcot back in the United, yeah, the United Kingdom. It's like they can still have all this art and like be ready to go and then completely change their mind. So we truly don't know until they post it and they announce like this is happening, ground is breaking and we're moving forward. So we will keep a close eye on this and obviously keep you guys updated once we know what's going on with that. That was the biggest thing for Magic Kingdom, I would say. Um, there are some other things that they mentioned. One of those I think you're really going to be excited about, which is a Pirate's Lounge I am excited about this. I feel like Adventureland um, is one of my favorite areas in Magic Kingdom, so I'm excited to see any type of expansion in that area. I think that taking the existing land inside of Magic Kingdom rather than expanding beyond what's already developed and adding new things is exciting. Um, I think that people who go to parks, Disney parks, um, we're like seeing this new era of super crazy Disney adults, I feel like. And <laughs> yeah. like the Disney company is now having to appeal heavily to Disney adults as much as they are families. Oh, and yeah. so I feel like this Pirates Lounge is playing into that where it's like, okay, we've got these like young adults, college kids, and they're wanting to do things that are fun and Disney twist oriented but also still a little bit more adult it's the same I mean the same reason why you would want to go to Epcot let's yeah. throw some of those things in Magic Kingdom which people have always had a hard time with the idea Walt always wanted his parks to be dry um, so I don't know if this is going to like serve alcoholic beverages um, or anything like that but I do think a Pirates theme lounge um, is an exciting thought for for Adventureland I think it makes that I mean I I love the pirates area and obviously there's so much in that franchise that they can expand and go with so I feel like this makes sense especially with the nature of the film um so I am excited to see how it all kind of expands that area and and makes it a little more I don't know just more to do I guess yeah and then maybe if it's a success you could see different versions of that in other yeah in other parks or other areas too I would love a Tomorrowland lounge of Ooh. some sort that would be fun like kind of like space 220 but a smaller version in tomorrowland and magic kingdom and honestly why wasn't space 220 just put in 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 tomorrowland uh, great question I, I have these thoughts all the time i know we have mission space and epcot but like come on space Nobody 220 would have been space. <laughs> like get rid of astro orbiter turn the upstairs of that just Put glass around it, make it a restaurant, call it Space 220, boom. Well, we can still sorry do that for with your the Astro, lounge. sorry for the Astro Orbiter fans out there, but like, you know what I mean? I think that yeah. would be so cool. Anyways, that's my two cents. Yeah, well, maybe someday. Maybe someday. Okay, something else that we're getting in Magic Kingdom is a Country Bear Jamboree update. Yes, in 2024, the Country Bears are going to be doing a new set and. At Destination D23, we got, like, a whole video of them recording the song. So this is, like, pretty far along. Um, fun fact, I have never done this attraction. 
Wow, you're missing out. Am I though? For the sake of nostalgia, um, yes. For a really good laugh, honestly, yes. Okay. Um, I mean, it's one of those things where it you know that it's dated, but it's going to make you laugh. People will probably get on me for never being, never seeing this attraction before. It's just one of those things that I don't know why I just never, I never ended up in there. <laughs> and Do I've you, always passed it and I've never really had a desire to go experience it. That's fair. I mean, to each their own. Do you know the story behind Walt Disney and Country Bear Jamboree? Actually, I do not. That's how little information I have about Country <laughs> Bears. It's like I know nothing about it except for like I see the characters walk around sometimes for meet and greets. And I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. And I walk past it. Well, quick side story and history of Country Bears and why I'm glad they're just updating it and keeping it where it is and not getting rid of it. Um, there is a tale that has been told that um, the creators and writers of this concept for the Country Bear Jamboree brought their idea to Walt Disney and they kind of read over it, gave him a little bit of the script, a little bit of what the songs would be like, and he laughed and he said, that's great, you should do that. And the men that were a part of this meeting with him were kind of taken aback because he always had critiques he always had commentary he always had something he wanted to change and they were like one he laughed two he had no critiques and three he said we should do it like what's off and it turns out he like had already known about his cancer and died Mm. like a week later and so they call the country bear jamboree Walt's last laugh oh my gosh yeah Okay, now I have to go see it. Yeah, there's also a sign in there that says painless dentist. And I feel like I have to, you know, at least participate in Country Bear Jamboree for that reason. So are you excited for the update? I'm excited. I think that it's sometimes for like diehard Disney fans hard to see the original version of things fade. But I do think that this attraction is desperate for an update. Well, I should at least see it before they update it so that I can say I participated in the original version. Okay, cool. Let's go. Okay, perfect. Let's go right now. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, what is the last thing they are doing in Magic Kingdom? Uh, The last thing they're doing in Magic Kingdom is something that has already been teased to us. And we have a solemn eye roll that we are getting the Hatbox Ghost, the infamous Hatbox Ghost, which is a ghost, an animatronic in the... Um, Disneyland version of Haunted Mansion. Um, We're getting one in Walt Disney World, which everyone's excited about. However, it's coming after Halloween. Like, womp womp. We all thought that it was going to be here for the not-so-scary season, and they announced that the Hatbox Ghost will officially make his appearance in Disney World's Haunted Mansion in late November. So go ahead and just enjoy the very Merry Christmas party with some Hatbox Ghost. Yeah. And there you go. Honestly, that's probably going to be the longest line for Very Merry Christmas party because everybody wants to see the Hatbox Ghost. There you go. So that's it for Magic Kingdom. And we are going to swing it over to Epcot where we have quite a few things to report on, starting with the Figment meet and greet. And um, I'm sorry to all the Figment fans, but... We, we don't like Figment. Um, so we were like, oh, cool. Yay. A meet and greet with Figment. Courtney and I were watching the live stream. Oh, of, my God. I can't. Um, I just can't with I can't with this character. I'm sorry, y'all. So at the, the, the very last thing, I mean, this is the last thing I think that they announced at Destination D23 is that 
Figment is now available to meet and greet, and the whole big thing was that it was going to start like the next day and so it was like ready to go which I think people were excited about and his opening day he had a five hour long line I, which I is just I can't just ridiculous <laughs> but they were singing one little spark and figment was like dancing on the stage and Courtney and I were like is this a cult like like is I'm, everyone on drugs I did I know. miss something because I know that there there is a huge figment fandom and all power to you guys i'm all about like people being passionate about things and going all in figment is just not it for me and um i'm not even gonna try to make myself like him i'm just i'm just gonna stay in the box of like he kind of freaks me out um not really sure what the hype is about him maybe it's the nostalgia but you do you, boo. If you want to stay in the five-hour line and see Figment, go for it. I support you. But you won't see me in that line. Agreed. I think I wouldn't know what to do. I would be one of those kids that, like, walks up, their eyes get real big, and they're like, okay, thank you, bye. I keep seeing all the videos, though, of Figment falling over on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, whoever's in that costume it clearly is not, like, very functional. Um, and also, apparently, the old Figment from, like, way back in the day to what they have as the new Figment, apparently they look, like, drastically different. And I keep seeing these, like, comparison videos on TikTok, and they just make me giggle because... I don't know. I just think it's hilarious. So maybe one day we'll just do a figment meet and greet. Just if we there's no to. line, if there's no line and we can just be like, okay, we did it. We're Disney adults, but this is what we're doing. We're going to magic kingdom. We're rope dropping country bear jamboree. Stop. And then we're immediately hopping on the monorail and going to meet figment. And well, that's, it. that's if they release the before 2 PM park hopping. Okay. Fair. So anyways, that's figment. We'll move on. If you love figment, you go girl. So there's another meet and greet coming to Epcot in the future that they have teased. Obviously, it's going to be a while before this happens, but Disney has a new film called Wish coming out. The director of this film is Jennifer Lee. She was the director of Frozen. There is pretty decent amount of hype surrounding what this film is going to be like. Um, but the main character of this film um, is named Asha, and she apparently has a pending meet and greet once this film has come out. Um, I guess in hopes that she will be like Mirabelle, where lots of people are wanting to meet her and um, be able to go ahead and say they're going to have a meet and greet for her. So um, that is coming whenever that will be. We will find out. Um, we are also going to be able to see by the end of this year the new world celebration. Yeah, this is like the final neighborhood. Epcot's new reimagining has neighborhoods now where you have world nature and world celebration is the center of um of epcot where you used to have the big fountain and the like flag tent looking thing i don't yeah, know how you describe and the starbucks it. and like all yes. of that basically the center is how you got around now you have to just walk around a bunch of construction walls and you're I get very confused in Epcot because I'm like I don't know where I am because I can't find the center yes so the new center world celebration is opening in December of this year so they say whether it or not it will be December 30th or December 1st who knows or 15th but 
it is coming apparently in 2023 so the reimagining of epcot and a lot of those construction walls surrounding the front half of the park should be coming down before the end of the year which is exciting i am very excited about this just because i feel like for so long like i said it's just felt like a huge construction zone at epcot and it hasn't really taken away from my joy there but it has make, made navigating the park a little more difficult, and I do miss being in that center um, of the park, so I'm excited to be able to go and visit and, and see it a little more open um, and be able to get from point A to point B a little bit easier. Yeah, and part of the construction walls coming down around the center also includes Moana Journey of Water opening. We have an opening date officially on October 16th, which is kind of in the center area, but it's going to be considered part of world nature, I believe, um, that quote-unquote neighborhood. But what are your thoughts on Journey of Water? We've seen some previews. People are putting videos out. Do you have thoughts on this new attraction? I've seen the videos. I think it's really cute. I think it's fun for kids to engage. There's a lot of interactive elements where you stand, you wave, and the water goes up, or you go underneath this little waterfall where the water stops when you walk underneath it. And I do think it's cute, but honestly, I kind of wish we would have gotten like a ride versus like a walk-through water interaction. Yeah. I want, I wanted like an actual attraction. I saw a YouTube video of somebody going to their annual pass or cast member preview. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was cast member preview. But the view that I got in their video and something that they mentioned in their video was, I hope that there is some form of like an organized queue because if anyone and everyone can just walk in, it's going to be chaos. Like if it's just supposed to be a walkthrough and there's no organized line or control over how many people can be in the area at one time, it might not be as enjoyable as it's supposed to be. So I'm curious to see if it turns out to be an attraction that is something you, you like stand in a queue for in order yeah. to walk through or if it's just come as you please and you're having to fight massive crowds of people. Yeah, I, I'm not sure where they'll go with this. I'm sure in the next couple of weeks we'll start to see how they handle the crowds. I'm sure, especially in the beginning, it will be very popular. Yeah, I am anticipating that it will be something that is great to do with families. And if you're an adult, it might be something that you do once or twice and try to get your cute photo op. But as far as I can tell, I still wish that this was in Animal Kingdom. So feel like Moana belongs in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but we will see. We'll see how successful it is. I obviously want to see it. I want to experience it. There's a lot of just the architecture of the area and um, the way that they set up Tafiti. I'm just very excited to see um, that. And I think it will be beautiful. So, um, okay. We've got a couple more things for Epcot. Uh, number one being that we have a date and a name for the newest firework nighttime spectacular. Court, tell the people. It's luminous. So we've gone from harmonious to luminous. Mm. Honestly, I think that Epcot has had like the most firework shows. I feel like at least in the last like two years, we've gone from like the retirement of illuminations to we want Ep Epcot forever came after that. And then we went to harmonious, which is fan, fan freaking tastic. And then that was gone and now we're getting luminous. So I'm very intrigued to see 
what Luminous is. I'm very confused why we had two temporary shows. I think they should have just kept Harmonious. Like that should have been the show. And I think the only thing with Harmonious is apparently nobody wanted to keep the barges. Yeah. And that was kind of the central point of Harmonious was those barges and what they cool, could though. do. Yeah, just during the day they weren't ideal, but the, you know, whatever. whatever. I thought the show Harmonious was fantastic. I loved it. Um, so I'm definitely curious to see if Luminous, in the same way that Enchantment, I felt like was just like a 2.0 of Happily Ever After. I'm wondering if Luminous will be a 2.0 of Harmonious without the barges. We'll just have to see on December 5th. We will. We will indeed. There's one more thing that we have gotten news-wise for Epcot. Again, I think this is like a let's throw this out there and see how fans respond type of thing. Um, we've got some news for Test Track. Test Track is going to be reimagined. We had original Test Track, then Chevrolet came in and they did the big overhaul um, for its newer, more modern approach. And now they've just kind of teased that it's going to be reimagined and they're going to be keeping the world of motion in mind. Yes. So we got like a small concept art picture that makes it look a little bit different than what we know Test Track to be. I think the original storyline of Test Track was genius and the new Test Track just doesn't really make sense. Um, So I would love uh, an upgrade to Test Track. I think it could use it. Um, I feel like kind of what you were saying earlier, Court, of like the cohesiveness of the front half of Epcot just is a little bit lacking for me yeah um so i don't know if like the things that they're doing and the decisions that they're making are helping or hurting that cohesiveness but maybe an update to test track would make it fit in better with the rest of the park yeah i mean i do like in the new test track how you can customize your own car and kind of put it to the test and i'm curious if they will keep that element because they do have all of those scanners um, before you get into the ride vehicle it does look like they are going to completely redo the ride vehicles themselves so big overhaul in that sense if you're going to redo all of the ride vehicles as well yeah we'll have to see if that is something that actually happens yeah or we still the little blue cars just pull up or is it another mary poppins who who actually knows honestly so that's kind of it for epcot anything else i don't i think we covered everything nope that's it for epcot okay now let's head over to your favorite park animal kingdom which i would say had some of the biggest Announcements? Yes, I think um, Animal Kingdom's announcements are some of the more exciting ones. Um, I like the things that they pitched, minus one tiny detail, which I will touch on when it comes. But um, let's start with the Zootopia related news. Okay, so back when we had just the regular D23, they were teasing at the idea of taking over Dino Land and turning it into maybe a Zootopia theme or Moana. They had some concept art and I was kind of liking this vibe, honestly. I was like, okay, Dino Land, there are some nostalgic pieces to Dino Land, but it's clearly like 
just a lot of rundown, obviously attractions that aren't working anymore. And it's just not the same and it needs an overhaul. It's got the space to do a brand new land. I think um, this is where Disney should go in and change some things. But we found out that that actually wasn't the case now with D23 Destination. They were like, you know what? We're going to do a Zootopia show for the Tree of Life. And I was like, okay, we really are changing gears here. And I don't know if that was because they didn't want to do the whole carbon copy thing from, um, I, don't, I forgot the other park that's opening. Shanghai. Shanghai. Um, Shanghai is opening as Zootopia Land. So I don't know if they were avoiding that or what the case was, but they have completely pivoted and have decided that they're going to do a Tree of Life show, which will replace um, It's Tough to Be a Bug. How do you feel about this? <laughs> so... I used to love doing It's Tough to Be a Bug when I was younger because I used to go with people that had never been before and I used to laugh when they got poked in the back or when the spiders ran underneath their feet. But um, because I knew what was happening, I would always lift my feet up or I'd pull my back away from the seat because I didn't want to be um, attacked in that way. And so I'm, I guess I'm fine with the attraction leaving because as an adult, I don't do It's Tough to Be a Bug anymore. I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine without it. So um, I guess I'm excited to try something new, but I'm intrigued of how this is going to be. I think that this will be very well done. I think it will be a show that everybody loves. I think it will create more of a buzz around the tree of life. Um, I think from what I read, the concept is that you are going to be taken through the different biomes. There are like small glimpses of these different biomes in the film Zootopia whenever you're taking the train between them. Um, And so you'll get to learn and explore a little bit more of what the different biomes are, which I think is fun and educational, um, but also with a Zootopia twist, um, obviously ties into Animal Kingdom. I'm sad for Bugs Life. I think Bugs Life is such a like slept on Disney film to have an Animal Kingdom. Um, And so I'm a little bit bummed in that capacity, but I I agree with you 100% in that if there was a Zootopia show in the center of Animal Kingdom in the Tree of Life, I'm probably more prone to experience that than doing it's tough to be a bug. For some reason, I'm connecting, like, Bugs Life and, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and it being that, like, older, classicer Disney... Classicer? That's not even a word. Uh, classical Disney where we saw the play area in Hollywood Studios for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids go away. And that feels like it was almost in the same era as Bugs Life stuff. And... So I am sad to see like that older Disney feel leave the park with this new newer IP, which obviously is very um, popular with today's generation. But there, I I liked seeing the Bugs Life characters. Yeah, in that show, even yeah. though I thought the show shouldn't poke me in the back. Agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm excited for this one. I think this will be a great update. I think it will bring a little bit of life back to the front area of Animal Kingdom. I think people scurry to the right or the left and go to other parts of the park. Um, it'll be one more thing that people want on their to-do list for that park. I think very small amount of people have... Um, it's tough to be a bug on their like must do Animal Kingdom list. <laughs> yes, so. I 100% agree. So I think this is going to uh, allow the crowds to spread out a little bit, and I think it will be a very popular um, show. Now, I did mention Dino Land earlier, and this area kind of needing a retouch, needing an overhaul. 
and they did announce that they do have a plan for this area and it wasn't what we expected and it was almost like taking an idea from magic kingdom in a way and being like oh we're actually gonna do this here so why don't you share with everybody what this idea is for dino land so this re-theme to the Dinoland USA area and Animal Kingdom has now been pitched as we've got Asia, we've got Africa, and we're going to have tropical Americas added to the regions that you can find in Animal Kingdom. I'm a little bit okay with this, a little bit not okay with this because I do feel like it's like World Showcase but for Animal Kingdom, I think that there's a lot to play with with Tropical Americas. And Encanto is one of the Disney films that is going to potentially be a part of this area, which I think makes plenty of sense. I do feel like Encanto fits more in Animal Kingdom for whatever reason than Magic Kingdom. I don't know why, because there's only a very small part of that movie that is animal-based. Um, but I, I just feel like Casita and like the magic of the house and all of that in terms of how Animal Kingdom looks um, would fit well, but um, the idea is that it's going to be a new region to explore in Animal Kingdom rather than like a themed land like Zootopia Land would be um, mm -hmm. or Dino Land. So um, I don't know. I feel like it fits and it will work and I think it could have success, um, but I also just feel like there's maybe more that could be worked with I don't know I don't know I have to see it in person I guess yeah I have the same thoughts um I don't know it's tough thinking about that area one of the things they did announce is that there will be a replacement of dinosaur and I do actually really enjoy that attraction as scary as it is <laughs> so it's Sad, Like I said, again, some of these more classic Disney films like Dinosaur um, being replaced with what they're talking about is Indiana Jones, which I'm not sure how, you know, the Indiana Jones and Encanto will mix well. It seems a little mismatched. Um, and it seems like they're going to do the same ride that they have in Disneyland over by dinosaur so it seems like we are losing quite a bit in that area in hopes that it's going to be a new reimagined land or area of animal kingdom i'm just not quite sure it's hard for me to picture what it's going to look like right now i feel like i don't know what you would call it but like moana pocahontas and mirabelle got together and <laughs> made a little corner and i mean i'm still like I threw out this idea. They talked about like a log ride in Animal Kingdom, like a water ride similar to Splash Mountain. And I was like, literally Pocahontas just around the river bend is screaming at you. Uh -huh. Like, where is Pocahontas? We are on the East Coast. We are in an area that in terms of the history of this part of the country, there's a lot of Native American heritage and history to be explored, which I feel like Animal Kingdom would be a great place to do so with it being an outdoor environment friendly park. Um, but yeah, I mean, Encanto and Indiana Jones is like, I feel like out of left field yeah, for Animal like, Kingdom. Okay. All right. Here we go. I feel like they're like, not that they're running out of ideas, but it's almost just like, oh, this sounds cool. Let's put it here. And I, I want there to be a little more cohesiveness and thought put into it. Yeah. I, 
this is my um, made up story in my head of what happened with Zootopia Land. So there was a little, little piece of um, the video that they played that was an update on Zootopia Land in Shanghai Disneyland in China. And um, there was a moment that the person that was doing the voiceover for the film said that there are a lot of things that are uniquely Chinese about the area that's being built as Zootopia Land. Um, the part of the film that is like it's based around, I think, has a lot of Asian culture to it. Um, and so Disneyland um, Shanghai is one of the only Disneyland parks that Disney doesn't 100% own. China and China's government actually owns a, a large portion of the park. And so I'm curious if they said, this is our thing, you can't recreate it or replicate it anywhere else. And they were like, okay, scratch the Zootopia idea for Animal Kingdom. What else can we do? Yeah, I mean, the Zootopia land in Shanghai, the images that we got, it looks fantastic. So vibrant and colorful. Just almost breathtaking. For and sure. um, I think people in Shanghai are going to absolutely adore this area of the park and so I am very excited for them and I'm sure that probably came into play I but I do think that like people in America would also love Zootopia as a land I don't know it's such a it's such a good movie and it just makes the most sense for Animal Kingdom like Uh, it's it's tough for me to uh, it's tough to be a bug Um, it's (laughs) it's tough for me to like think about it not being there but i'm excited for them and um how it will represent their culture as well so yeah so that's the updates for animal kingdom obviously um i think the uh show in the tree of life the zootopia show is further along in its development like that's actually happening as far as the retheme of dino land that feels a little yeah um blue sky almost where it's what they're thinking but they're not really any official plans we know dino land is begging for an update for the park um so you know i'll be sad to see parts of dino land go but i'm always excited for new things and with the type of lands and theming that disney has done in the recent years i know whatever they'll do it'll be amazing yeah um so you know we'll we'll be on the lookout for more official announcements but as far as animal kingdom goes that's what we got okay we have one small update for hollywood studios and for dca we're gonna head over to california as well um and then we'll end our time talking about the cruises and some of the international updates so um what is happening in hollywood studios Basically, the only update we're getting for Hollywood Studios is some of the locations in the new Ahsoka series on Disney Plus are being added to Star Tours. Just like whenever we got the new Star Wars trilogy, a lot of the planets and locations for the films, there are now storylines for Star Tours. They're adding in more to create more of a variety and um, surprise experience for guests. There are already like 60-some different versions of the ride that you can experience I feel like and maybe that's exaggerating but there are a lot like it would take you a long time to be able to see every yeah. single version of the ride um so it is a neat element to that attraction I don't like that attraction I don't do simulators very well um so I'll be curious to hear what people say about that but that's the only update we got yep 
And then at Disney's California Adventure, they did do a little teaser over in Avengers Campus about a new attraction that will help transport people through the multiverse with a world-jumping, quote-unquote, vehicle. So we don't really know much about this new attraction yet, but Avengers Campus is hoping to gain another attraction over there. So we have yet to head over to California. One day we will, and we will experience it in all of its glory. So... Let's end our time with the information on the Disney Cruise Line and the international parks. Okay, we have a handful of cruise announcements, so we'll um, try to keep it moving so we don't take too long. But um, we did, before um, Destination D23, we did get a tour of sorts, like a, a virtual tour that Disney Cruise Line did for the new ship, The Treasure. I think it's stunning. I think a lot of the things on this ship are exciting and diehard Disney fans are going to go gaga for. There are a lot of attraction-based theming um, on this ship between Haunted Mansion, Jungle Cruise. Um, There's a lot to explore on this new ship. So if you want more um, visuals and information about what you can find on that ship, there is a whole like virtual tour now that Disney has done. Um, But the other part of the treasure is that they have officially announced the name for the new location that Disney Cruise Lines will go to in the Caribbean, and that is Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point. What a mouthful. Yeah, that's a lot of L's going on there. I I mean, Castaway Key is perfect. Why did we need Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point? Like, I thought it was just Lighthouse Point. Unsure. But anyway, that's the official name, and you will be able to sail there next summer. Do we know how close the islands are? Between their private islands? They must be close. I'm sure they're on a map. I don't know for certain, though. Yeah, I I feel like they would have to be just in order for, like, cast members and being able to move everything around quickly, I feel like. I don't know. We'll have to look it up on a map. Um, They also announced a new cruise ship that will be leaving or departing from Asia in Singapore, and it'll be called the Adventure. I feel like we're just getting so many cruise ships. Yeah, because on top of the adventure, they said, oh, yeah, by the way, there are three other ships being made currently. I guess Disney Cruise Line is getting way more popular than it ever has been. And there's such a demand that they are having to build these new ships because I don't feel like in the past they released that many cruise ships at once. I think my expectation is for them to try to spread more globally. There Mm. is a lot of ports um, or a lot of ships that will leave from the ports on the east coast um some in alaska some in europe now we have one that's going to be leaving from asia i think like the fiji islands is something they've teased that they would have a cruise ship that goes around those islands um i don't know if they have a hawaiian based one but anyway my expectation is that all these ships are not coming to Florida ports. I think that they're going to be going other places just like Singapore. They're just taking over. Yeah, they take taking over. I love it. Okay, that was kind of it for our cruise updates. Let's end our time with our international news because we've got some fun things in the works overseas. So basically, uh, international parks are catering to all things Courtney because mm-hmm. um, yeah, they are. most of them are starting to develop or finish frozen-themed lands. And I... I'm so excited. I wish Hong Kong was a little bit closer (laughs) or a lot closer to North Carolina. Yeah, just a little bit. One of these days we will do like a big 
Asia trip and do the Asian parks and do the Disney Adventure from Singapore. Like, wow. we just knock them all off at so one time. So, basically, just completely we'll, drain the bank account to we, zero. We'll have won the lottery. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, we'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. Um, the <laughs> frozen land in Hong Kong will open on November 20th, and the pictures and video, all the content that I've seen of this land. My jaw is just on the ground. I'm like, why is this not in Magic Kingdom? Like, please just give it to me. I mean, truly, they should expand behind New Fantasyland and do New New Fantasyland and it be any of these new things that they're doing in the international parks because they all seem incredible. Um, The other... Um, exciting one. I mean, they're they're all exciting. Paris has broken ground on their frozen theme land as well. Um, but Tokyo is opening a new section to Tokyo Disney Sea, and it is called um, what is it called? It's Fantasy called- Springs. Fantasy Springs. That's right. Um, and this area has little bits of Neverland from Peter Pan, um, Corona from Tangled, and um, Frozen's kingdom arendelle arendelle yeah i'm blanking i literally just like death stared you i was like um are you kidding me right now you don't even know their kingdom oh so many names out of here don't insult my people anyways (laughs) um tokyo disney sea obviously is a part of the tokyo disneyland theme parks where it's all sea-based ports and so this is a new port and it's all fantastical places with water ports basically um which i think is clever and fun and a neat way because i know a lot of tokyo disney sea is very realistic in their depictions almost like world showcase and so it'd basically be like throwing in like a fantastical location to world showcase i love this i think it's going to be beautiful i can't wait to see it all and Whenever I do get the opportunity and privilege to head over there, I will. And I will probably just cry the whole time because it'll just be so beautiful and I can't wait. I'll be there right by your side. I know. We'll be there together. Right there. Yep. And then, like we mentioned earlier, Shanghai um, Zootopia Land will be opening by the end of the year. So between Hong Kong, Frozen, and Zootopia, the end of the year is looking very exciting for the international parks. Absolutely. I feel like we checked all the boxes. We sure did. And oh my goodness, that was a lot of news. So thank you so much for tuning in and hearing all the things. If you have thoughts on any of these news updates or you have an idea that you think that Disney should incorporate in their parks, let us know. Send us a DM. You can find us on social media at The Castle Chat. We love to hear what you guys think about Disney news. Um, and we love reporting on it as well. So thank you for giving us the time. And we are going to head over to our segments and we'll see you at the end of our episode. Magic moments. It's a magic moment. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Fireworks. Oh, wow. That was a great fireworks Thank sound. Thank you. I am very impressed by that, and I don't think I could ever do it again. I think that was a one-off, so we might just have to record. Like, just We'll clip it. We'll and, clip it, and yeah. then we'll just put it in every episode, because that's the best that's ever going to get. Okay, great. Perfect. I can do that. Perfect. Okay, we're back with magic moments. This is the part of our episode where we share a 
fun Disney memory submitted by you guys, the listeners, when you were in Disney and experienced a magical moment or a memory that you hold tight in your heart. So today we are sharing a magic moment from Louise Cole, who had a really sweet experience while staying at the Pop Century Resort. So Kate, what was her experience like at this resort? Well, Sweet Louise sent us a magic moment that says that one of her favorite Disney memories is when her daughter danced to Thriller in the Pop Century lobby with the front desk team. Like, this is Disney magic at its finest. I love that it, like, it wasn't just her daughter dancing in the lobby. Like, the cast members joined in with her. And that just goes to show the magic that cast members can bring to any situation. It's such a simple thing to just jump in and be silly and dance um, with a guest for these cast members. But the fact that things like this are what make... Disney so special and something like that would stick in a mother's brain for the rest of her life. I mean, that is what these magic moments are all about. I love it. And we love getting to hear all of your magic moments here on the Castle Chat. If you have a magic moment that you would like to submit, check out check out Magic Moments Mondays on social media. We put up a little poll where you can submit your magic moment and then you have the opportunity to be picked and We love getting to share all of these, so definitely check that out and get your magic moment submitted this Monday. Creator Spotlight. Wow. That was mine. That was a very quick firework. Like... That's it. No We're, hesitation, just that straight into the fireworks. That is the jingle. I love it. I love it. Wow. Creator Spotlight is such a fun part of our episode where we get to highlight somebody in the social media world that is truly killing it with their content. And we want you guys to give them a follow so that you can join in on the fun. So who is our Creator Spotlight for today? Our Creator Spotlight for today is another North Carolina native, just like we are. North Kakalaki, let's go! We love it. We are shouting out Disney with Whitney today. Her Instagram is so fun. There's so many things that I have seen on it that have made me giggle this week. She is a mama, a Disney lover, a Disney planner, all of the above. And she does an incredible job of making a fun, relatable Disney page that's also informational and helpful. And if you aren't following her, you should be. She makes these amazing reels that are so relatable that they're the ones that you want to hit send to your friend in a DM. It's like, oh my gosh, we are like this. So I love relatable, funny Disney content, and she definitely hits the nail on the head with each and every one of her posts. So definitely give her a follow on social media at Disney with Whitney. Well, guys, thanks so much for spending time with us today on this episode of The Castle Chat. For now, we'll leave you with what we always leave you with, which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you. Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.